The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After the 5,000 had eaten and were satisfied, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and proceed him to the other side towards Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. And when he had taken leave of them, he went off to the mountain to pray. When it was evening, the boat was far out on the sea, and it was alone on shore. Then he saw that they were tossed about while rowing, for the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them walking on the sea. He meant to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out. They had all seen him and were terrified. At once he spoke with them. Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. He got into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely astounded. They had not understood the incident of the loaves. On the contrary, their hearts were hardened. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. We are in the wake of the Epiphany. Uh, it says right here, Wednesday after Epiphany. So we're still in the Epiphany. And you start to ask yourself, well, what, really, what is an Epiphany? It seems it's, it's easy to understand, but uh, it's so deep. Um, one definition that I ran across was when our body and soul, our will, intellect, and emotions all for a brief moment come to into one focus to have a realization of something that changes us. I liked um, C.S. Lewis had a comment. Um, it's not really about an epiphany, uh, but when we think about an epiphany can be about anything, and we're here because we're realizing who Christ is. He says, I believe in Christ like I believe in the sun rising. Not that I just don't see the sun, but by everything else I see is from its light. So it's, it's the sunlight that helps us see everything else. And that's really the heart of an epiphany. And so we, we come to our readings today and... Um, We've certainly heard this story, and it's always linked with the previous story uh, during this time of year, the feeding of the 5,000. The disciples get into the boat. The water is rough. Um, they have fear. Jesus is walking, and many parallels and many theologians link in other gospel accounts uh, Peter actually getting out of the boat and walking to Jesus. So this story we understand so well and the fear that the disciples have, and Jesus getting into the boat. What I really love about this reading from Mark, because we don't see it in the other Gospels, comes at the very last line, or next to the last, they had not understood the incident of the loaves. So the fear that they had was linked to not understanding the incident of the loaves. That's the key. 
The incident of the loaves is the key. And we go back to our first reading um, about the Spirit abiding in us. How do we know that the Spirit is there? Well, Paul gives us, or John gives us the, the answer. If we have fear, then love is not perfected in us. So the disciples had fear in the boat, and the answer is the incident of the loaves. And we read here that if we have any fear, love is not perfected in us. Well, I'll come back to this in just a moment. Um, today we celebrate uh, St. John Newman. Um, back in the mid-19th century, he was a priest bishop uh, in Baltimore and Philadelphia. Um, he was the first male saint, uh, considered the father of the parochial Catholic school system, uh, a major author of the Baltimore Catechism. Um, very holy man that was recognized and admired and did so much for our church, especially in America. But I want to point to a different Newman to come back to this connection between the incident of the loaves and fear. Um, St. John Henry Newman, different Newman, but um, I want to go to him because he had great insight in how the Spirit works within us for holiness, which is the removal of fear. So St. John Henry, John Henry Newman wrote this right before he died. He said, such are the means which God has provided for the creation of the saint out of the sinner. He takes him as he is and uses him against himself. He turns his affections into another channel. It is the very triumph of his grace that he enters into the heart of man and persuades it and prevails with it while he changes it. So the Holy Spirit working within us to persuade and prevail, I, I really took time to think about those words, and it's patient love. It's patient love. Persuade, prevail. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not necessarily an epiphany. It takes time. And that's exactly what John tells us. As we love our neighbor, it takes time. And this is how the Spirit works within us. He's changing us. He's prevailing. He's persuading so that love can be perfect in us. So I was thinking about this incident of the loaves. And the incident of the loaves obviously points back here. We get to experience this every day. Our own incident with the loaves. And one of the best epiphanies uh, I've heard is a story I heard about a 
second grade little girl who was asked, what does the Eucharist mean? And she said, it means everything. That's the incident of the loaves that we want to come to, and that's why we have the week of Epiphany, to come to this realization of the incident of the loaves means it's everything. It's the light that we see everything else. And that's, that's the week of the Epiphany. Let's stand and offer our petitions.